Your On The Mark podcast is loading now. The On The Mark podcast is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company, family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, on Routes 11 and 15 Hummel's Wharf. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1 800 795 9565 or email on the mark at WKOK.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark, Mark Lawrence and Ben Reichley. Greetings and welcome on board the WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the Mark. I'm Mark Lawrence. Uh, Mr. Joe always has Friday off, but we're glad to say we have a good, able substitute. Mr. Ben Reichley is thank here. You. In from the bullpen. Yeah, thank right you. Right-hander in from Appreciate the bullpen. Appreciate that. And uh, since it's Financial Friday, we got the guy from the chamber here, too. So oh, we're the be closer. You got him. the closer, the real closer coming in. The, the real closer, closer, the opener, opener, as it were. Yeah, we, we which, which are you? Yeah, come, what, on. come on, you guys. The jobless numbers might be good, but uh, the labor participation something. rate is totally flat. Well, something has to be bad. <laughs> uh, tired of winning. You, you tired of winning, it's, Mark. Uh, six point, let me see if I can get that over there. 63.4, is that what you have? There? Right. Yeah, yeah. Right, right. Yep, yeah. there it is, 63.4. Yeah, yeah. yep. yep. So it, it's no longer going up. No. It is now flat. It, it's flat. not where we wanted to flatten out. But hey, let's get right into it real quickly before you do the sponsors. Big asterisks on anything we say today. Any data we have today is the week before the coronavirus was starting to make news in uh, in the United States. But go ahead. Okay, so the jobless numbers won't affect uh, Wall Street. It's a little roller coaster ride that it's enjoying. No, right it'll now. affect Wall Street. It it just depends on which which side of the Phoenix at Knobles are you on right now. <laughs> are you the up climb or are you coming down, or are you going to be in that corkscrew? I think for the Phoenix, they had to dig a massive pit for the Dow to go down into. Mm. So, but that's all right. If the one but, thing the Dow knows how to do, it's claw back. So. But Mark, what is the definition of a Phoenix? It's got a claw back. It's rises got, got from the rise. ashes. Right. So okay. we'll we'll be fine today. I, I love the adjectives they use on too. Uh, Fox News. We've been following them for the uh, Dow lately, and they say, or Fox Business News, they say the bloodbath is continuing. Oh, on Wall Street. Stu- like, Stuart oh, Varney and Charles Payne, uh, oh, two of the best uh, business guys you have out there. Right. Well, you've got Donald Trump. Be calm. That's uh, Donald. Stay calm. Donald Jake Trump. Be calm. Yes. Benjamin R. Reichley. It's just a common cold, you guys. All right, so On the Mark is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. Please check them out at sunburymotors.com. Our toll-free line is now open, 1-800, or will be as soon as we get some of our idle chit-chat out of the way, 1-800-795-9565 is the telephone number. You can email us at onthemark at wkok.com, and you can text us at 70236 if you're a Text Connect member. Just reply to a previous message, uh, or you can send us a brand new text at 70236. As you heard, the jobless numbers uh, went down to 3.5%. What was it last month? 3.6. Okay. So unemployment. Did, uh, unemployment. Uh, you, unemployment. Yeah. What did I say? Jobless numbers. That's okay. What's the difference? I don't, I don't want to do a Joe and correct you. What's the difference? You said jobless numbers went down to 3.5%. Oh, the unemployment rate. I got you. Unemployment rate. Unemployment rate. Jobless, jobless numbers are... Uh, 
on the positive side of that, but that's okay. fine. That's All right, fine. 3.5% is the unemployment rate, uh, down to 3.5%, so down farther still. Uh, Joe, or I'm sorry, Ben was very disappointed because he wanted me to have something negative to say oh. about this, right? That's why I called up the labor participation rate. Good, as it's flat. It, Same uh, as last but month. But the, the <laughs> trend is still upward on the labor participation Winning, Mark, rate, winning. So. Uh, winning. So. This economy's winning, but as Bob says, ah. put an asterisk by it and get a truckload of Lysol because uh, it's coming. Bob Garrett is here from the Greater Susquehanna Valley Chamber of Commerce. He's president and CEO. We put him in charge of uh, getting joblessness uh, to improve in this current economy. And as soon as he came on board, the economy started booming. It is a booming now. It's a sizzle. He came in with the three... He Thank came you. in with the three biggest construction projects in decades. Well, uh, yeah, how the, good things. The, right on the plate. Pennsylvania. So he, uh, he uh, yeah. had his, uh, he got the plate CSVT, set. CSVT, natural and then, gas. And then he, then he served the entree. Power plant. Power plant, natural Power gas plant. line, and CSVT. But CSVT goes back a long ways, and Bob can remember uh, <laughs> us traveling a number oh of places gosh. to doing those uh, 12-year plans, PennDOT 12-year plans, and uh Number of congressmen, uh, boy, going back. Oh, we survived at least three twelve-year plans. That's thirty-six years. <laughs> <laughs> how, how many engineers from District Three and PennDOT retired off of the uh, bypass? The, pen, uh, the, the off the throughway. Uh, at okay, least quick three. Five. Okay. Yeah, number five. Yeah. The yeah. the Chamber of Commerce, the Susquehanna Valley Chamber of Commerce, used to have transportation committee meetings on Route 147 as you're leaving town at a restaurant. Right, that restaurant mm, that was a church and now is, I think, vacant. It's for right sale now. again, yeah. 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 But anyway, I went yep. there in 1988. And the head of the transportation committee was saying, "We're really going to start pushing for a bypass now." Right. Yeah, Dave. And, yeah. Yes. Yeah. What was no, his last Dave. name? Dave. He worked at Paulson uh, Wire Rope. Right. What was yeah. his last name? But anyway, so that was 88, because I was the news director here at the time. Mm -hmm. And so we did a big story about that, as uh, local leaders were really going to coalesce and start putting for this. And they had hoped that uh, within a decade that the bypass would be uh, at least under construction. And they only missed it by a couple of decades. But decade here, a decade there, it gets to be into real years. Well, look at at all the work it took to make it happen. Okay, so anyway, all the way back around to our jobless numbers. Let's start with Bob Garrett at the chamber, 3.5% down a little bit. Labor participation rate the same as last month, but still a positive number, and the uh, labor participation rates, to be serious, uh, is the trend is still upward. It does not go in a spike fashion upward, right. so this is perfectly normal that we'd have the same rate this month as last month. Well, okay. We always want to do a as compared to what? Uh, as compared to what? Uh, that, that unemployment rate, as compared to what? That's a 51-year low. Um, gets us back. We actually did hit 3.5 at one point towards the end of 2019. So it gets us right back to there. Um, some people like to use the term full employment. Uh, point is, there's there's not a whole lot of folks out there looking for work currently. Uh, there's more jobs than there is work. Or it's uh, all voluntary. It's voluntary. If they don't want to work, I mean, that's perfectly okay. Well, and that's the that's what we get into the other side, the participation rate. You know, we, we continue to believe at the Chamber of Commerce that there continues to be a skills gap, that there's a lot of people sitting on the sidelines because the skills that they currently have do not match up with the jobs that currently exist. And that's why every day, not a day goes by that we're not working on workforce development type issues. The other, as compared
compared to what, uh, the consensus of economists was that the um, jobs uh, added in February would be about 175,000. So to hear 273,000 is they, they missed by 100,000. They missed by a, a almost uh, a full multiplier uh, there. So um, so that that is ex- excellent excellent news. Now just go back to what I said before. The big asterisk on today's report is that um, that this you know the, the uh, unemployment data is collected during the I call it the teen week, the week between the 13th and the 19th of the month. It's actually on the 12th day, but it's always that week that they collect the data. That at that time you know, we certainly had heard of COVID-19, coronavirus, etc., uh, but it had not hit the United States in a big way yet. It was still in China, maybe maybe in Iraq, maybe in Italy at that point. We were preparing. The federal government was preparing for what they thought was going to happen, but no one could have seen what is happening today with the with the oil prices coming down, with certain commodities going up, with Perel stock up 800 percent or something uh, like that. The stock market on this crazy roller coaster ride, um, which you know, uh, if you remember, Wednesday's uh, climb was because of Tuesday's Super Tuesday results. That had nothing to do with COVID nineteen. I, I mean, it's, it's as far just as a, you know. Well, I mean, what the, the pundits were saying, I guess. I mean, does anybody really know, Mark? Does anyone really know? And there's so much computer trading now. Anyhow, it's computers talking to computers, and yes, that is intelligent communication. Um, one of the you points hope. that was made, uh, yeah, right. I meant IT, intelligent in the terms of computers talking to computers. But um, one of the issues that came up in is of great concern to the chamber, and I think we share this concern with the Susquehanna River Valley Visitors Bureau, is that we're going to be watching very, very closely the leisure and hospitality sector. In fact, when I put together what to watch for today, uh, what I said today's theme would be is please continue to travel and spend. Please. Uh, It's sort of, if you remember after 9-11, you remember the signs that popped up around the country. You're you're, uh, you're, uh, allowed to, you're now allowed to travel throughout the country. Now free to move about the country? Yeah, move, thank you, uh, Mark. Yep, uh, mm-hmm. move about the country. Well, uh, what we want people to do is is, is to, to, to be cautious, take the take the, uh, the precautions that the CDC's re- re- recommending, you know, wash your hands, avoid uh, people that are sick if you're not feeling well, stay home, all those sort of things. Self-quarantine if you think that there's a an issue. Be smart about this, but please continue Continue to go about your business uh, and uh, and wash your hands. <laughs> All right. Well, we're talking about the jobless numbers, and uh, we'll get some reaction from Ben. Then we'll take a break and open up the phone lines and get everybody involved in this. Ben, your reaction? Uh, very. Yeah, these are very positive. Uh, you know, put the asterisk by. We'll see what happens in the future. I was at a conference. Uh, down in the Philadelphia area, you know, you got some people who feel you know the world might be coming towards an end, so they were hand sanitizing every 17 minutes, and, uh, you know, we're doing the uh, foot 
foot pump instead of the uh, handshake, but uh, you know the other people you shook hands with it. You know, the foot pump. I'm not familiar with this. You, know, you got to get foot it tap. down. A foot yeah. tap. You stand. You, you instead of shaking hands, you tap right foot to right foot, left foot to left foot, and then you feel good. I mean, you know, you do the hokey you pokey, serious? you turn it all you gotta, around. You got to get out. That's what it's all about. Right now, yeah. I've been to conferences. Yeah. I don't remember Come tapping on. feet. It's the right foot in, the left foot out. All but anyway, right. getting getting back to it, people like Bob says you got to travel. Um, this should make the flu, even though it's a little late in the season, this should really make the flu go down. But these are basic sanitary things that Guidelines. people do. Yeah. I mean, you wash your hands. Wa- you know, wash your hands in warm to hot water, and don't just put them under. As I as I tell my daughter, I said, uh, "Did you?" Run the water or wash your hands, meaning, you know, let, let's wash with some soap and water. Do some basic fundamentals. These aren't things that are out there. You don't have to go buy hand sanitizer. You know, wash your hands. Wash your soap. You know, buy the little bottles that you have to do if you feel better inside. Uh, these numbers are, are, are very positive. There's an undercurrent out there. The economy is moving. Uh, some of the press just despises that positives. You, you just, you know, you, you talked about the uh, adjectives used on uh, Fox Business Network uh, compared to the adjectives used on CNN and MSNBC. It looks like they're, they're reading from a different handbook. Um, CNBC even has to admit to a degree, but, you know, when, you're, when you have a glass and the water is at mid-level, to which group is it half empty and to which group is it half full. So, uh, no, a, lo- a lot of positives. Uh, we do have to look at this virus. I, I, I do believe the media has has hyped this quite a bit, uh, talking to some people overseas. Uh, you know, it got, got out of control. But remember, this administration started to address this January 30th, 31st, especially when they cut the uh, travel from China. And that that is a huge deal because Iran didn't do that. Italy didn't do that. And you see what's happened in, in Asia. But I, I believe this administration got in front of this and has, has tapped it down quite a bit. However, if you see with talking to some doctors, if you see the flu, and how the flu's addressed. This is a, a, a different version of that, but you you know who who who's out there and can be compromised? People in bad health that are elderly, and youth. So you know it. You, you see the same information to a degree coming out about controlling the flu and about controlling this. Right. Stand by there. We're uh, talking about the latest jobless numbers. Uh, In case you did not hear, here's the article from the Washington Post. Uh, CBS News doesn't have theirs up yet for some reason. The U.S. economy added 273,000 jobs in February, showing impressive growth and strength. The unemployment rate fell slightly to 3.5%. The jobless rate remains near a 50-year low. Analysts had predicted an uptick of 140,000 to 170,000 jobs, not predicting the 273,000. So, Well, look at where these numbers came from, too. They came off of the holiday season. Traditionally, you see somewhat of a dip because there's a lot of hiring for the holiday season, temporary hiring, and then it you know, comes off in January and in February. So uh, this is real interesting. It, it break down of the sectors. It'll be interesting, Bob, to see where the jobs came from which sectors because construction spending was up last month. Uh, when you, when you're building things, 
people will come or because they need it so they're building things for their manufacturing for people to be housed uh, to sell out of uh, it's not all on the internet there is still brick and mortar stores that people want to go to what? so when you see the sectors uh, it, it, that that will be uh, conclusive to where where this economy is growing. I did hear this morning, uh, coming up, listening to an article on the radio. The uh, the mortgage rate today it's is low. the lowest ever. The home mortgage rate is lowest ever it has ever been. So, um, you know, uh, I think that's going to lead to refinance. But more Should. importantly, let's hope it also leads to uh, uh, first time home buyers, et cetera. First time home in. buyers refinancing. Uh, I'm going to give a you know uh, they. Shout out to the local banks, uh, Nori Bank, uh, Mifflinburg Bank, uh, your your locals, West Milton. Uh, there's only a couple locals left. Ever. All of them are conglomerates, but uh, their mortgage, uh, the phone should be ringing off, uh, ringing a, a lot, and uh, people should be looking at refinancing. All right, 1-800-795-9565 is our open telephone line. We'll open up the line. We still have Bob Garrett here. We're going to talk about these jobless numbers in greater detail. Include your two cents. Talk about that labor participation rate that is uh, just the same in February as January at 63.4, but the trend uh, has been uh, for it to be going up, and uh, I'd say that trend is uh, continuing, despite it's a little bit flat in this particular month. Uh, U.S. economy added 273,000 jobs, jobless rate down again to 3.5%, same as it was last year, same as it was 51 short years ago. You're listening to News Radio 1070 WKOK. Call us now, one 800 795 you can email us at onthemark at wkok.com. We will be right back. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Mertz family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle is worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. Welcome back to WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the mark, 1-800-795-9565. Let's see, we're going to talk about the Pennsylvania spring primary election, the coronavirus impact on business, and uh, we'll talk about the local jobless numbers as well. In Mm. case you didn't catch the beginning of the show, the U.S. added a robust, uh, let's see, who's using this headline? AP's using the headline. Oh, boy. The U.S. adds robust 273,000 jobs in February before... The coronavirus escalated, hiring jumped, and the jobless rate fell to 3.5%, matching a 50-year low, down from the 3.6% unemployment the month before. Hmm. So we're following the numbers. 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. One of the men in this, or both of the men in this room will tell you that thanks to President Trump, the economy is a-booming. And Dan agrees. Good morning, hey, good Dan. Morning. You're on the mic. You bet I agree. You know, I'm becoming an addict. 
I'm addicted to seeing the country win and seeing the economy win. And there's jobs available all over the place. I just talked to a lady yesterday that works at National Beef down in Shemokin Dam, and they need help, and they're going to add to their facility, facility down there. So there'll be more and more jobs, and they're, they're fairly good-paying jobs, too. So let's keep right on winning. I'm an addict. <laughs> you guys have a great day. Good talking with you. All right. Thank you so much for calling in, Dan. Appreciate the call. 1-800-795-9565, the telephone number, if you'd like to weigh in and uh, converse about this. These uh, jobless numbers are out. Uh, Local unemployment uh, numbers, what do you know about those? uh, Let's touch on those. Actually, they're getting a little stale. The uh, uh, state hasn't updated their uh, unemployment numbers, but uh, we have them from December. The uh, state unemployment uh, had a slight increase back in December, up to 4.5%. So a full percentage point above the federal unemployment rate at this point. Um, Montour County continues to be the low unemployment county. Excuse me. That's probably the holiday dip that Ben described that typically the whole nation enjoys. But Pennsylvania did feel that. Yeah, slightly. Yeah. At the the end of the year and maybe preparing for the winter. Now, you know, one of the beauties of uh, of a light winter like we've just had is that that, uh, things are getting started back up much quicker. Uh, If you notice the orange barrel are reappearing, the construction's reappearing mm-hmm. uh, probably a week or two before it normally would, which well, is good news. A buddy of mine loves his construction layoff in the yep. dead of winter, and yeah. he has he been working might not get, Yeah, He might not got one this now year. And then the one, they had about a two-week stretch when it was super cold here, so they shipped him down to Delaware to work for another company yeah. for two weeks. So Well, I, I live by the mantra, I love the smell of hot asphalt in the morning. Wow. Yeah. So, uh, but anyhow, Montour County, lowest uh, <laughs> in the state among the Low, the lowest 10 uh, counties in the state. Union County right behind at 4.5%. Uh, Snyder County, we're getting all those uh, former Woodmode employees uh, back to work. We heard great stories with Bright Farms picking up uh, some of those folks. And Northumberland County coming in about 55th, so uh, on the wrong side of average uh, for the state, but uh, 55th at 6.4%. 6.5 million Pennsylvanians currently in the labor flow. Not quite two jobs for every person, but one and a half jobs well, but for every Pennsylvania. One thing, let, let's be realistic. It's it's skills gap, yes, but it's also work ethic, and 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 the. So ethic. if you're a hard worker, you're working. Well, yeah, but also too, where where does the government and the private sector, or where does the government and the uh, need for workers sort of collide? Meaning, when people can not work and still survive, uh, you know, where, where do you get that gray area? Meaning, where does government assistance inhibit the folks working? Or what about me? I had a great job in 2008. My company declined because of the economic slowdown. Mm-hmm. I was getting a great salary, uh, maybe even more than I was worth. I lost that job. 
Well, I don't want to go back to a job that pays half that much now. Well, that's 12 years ago, and in those 12 years, a lot has happened. We've put a lot of programs in place to get those folks retrained uh, so that they they can go into a um, family-sustaining work, et cetera. The the jobs that exist are not uh, low-skill, low-pay jobs. There's a lot of jobs, uh, not just in the greater Susquehanna Valley, but throughout the state that are very, very good-paying jobs. Tom, you're on the mark. Thanks for calling in. Yeah, the problem with this economy is it's Reaganomics. This has been going on since Reagan did this back in 81. Before, when Reagan started this, we didn't even have a trillion-dollar deficit. When Reagan went on to triple the deficit, when, when this Reaganomics took place, and it's and and the, the debt is just going out of in orbit because it doesn't work we have no tax money coming in because we don't we aren't we aren't uh, taxing corporations at all the corporations what do they turn around and do they turn around and buy their stock back which makes their companies more valuable and then they and then they pay the money out to shareholders and stuff like that yeah well, well Tom it. I, I, I would say this on, if you check on the other on the other hand you're going in debt over a trillion dollars every year because we don't have no money coming in. Yeah, Tom, I, I would check so some information. I, I would check some information. Uh, right now, the way it looks is there's record revenues coming into the coffers of the United States. The problem we have is spending. It, also, the same thing in many state capitals, Harrisburg being okay. one, is revenues are coming in at, at near or record-setting levels, but the spending hasn't subsided, and I'm sure you were very frustrated in the last administration when the national debt doubled under under those eight years under that administration. But check the revenues coming in, and then check the spending levels, and I believe the president last night addressed that, supposedly in his second term, that was one of the questions. Hey, I know where you could save a lot of money. I know where you could save hundreds of billions of dollars right now. Quit giving these corporations subsidies. Well, well, Tom. Again, look look at the and, revenues. And you will save, and you will save hundreds of billion dollars, hundreds of billion dollars, by making these corporations by not giving these corporations subsidies and they actually making them pay tax. You will have so much money just by doing those two things. Yeah. Uh, again, check the revenues coming into the country, and, and we can then have a discussion. All right, we'll finish the discussion during the 9 a.m. hour. We're going to hit the CBS News. Uh, Then when we come back, uh, we'll continue with open phones. We'll find out a little bit more about the Chamber's primary and coronavirus preparations. And uh, we're just going to keep digging and digging here. This is WDKOK Sunbury. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1-800-795-9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. 
Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark, Mark Lawrence and Ben Reichley. Greetings. Welcome back to the KOK Live Telephone Talk Show, On the Mark. On the Mark, sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. Please check them out at sunburymotors.com. Our toll-free line is open. Call us 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemarkatwkok.com or text us at 70236. We do have all four lines open. Uh, We have the jobless numbers that are out 3.5% during the month of February, that's down a tenth of a point from the month before. Jobs created 273,000 jobs, and, and that was higher than expected. And this is all the big asterisk here is the one that has to wear a mask when it goes out in public, and that mm. is the coronavirus. Uh, you're, these numbers are before the coronavirus, so that's somewhat significant because that's when Wall Street's machinations began and mm-hmm. uh, the economy started to perhaps slow a little right, bit. Right, right. Yeah, and I, I want to use that opportunity to talk a little bit about what the chamber is is preparing to do uh, related to the coronavirus. First thing is is our sort of the bumper strip, if you will, is prepare, don't panic. Um, we have for a long, long time partnered with the Small Business Development Center on continuity of operations training, et cetera. What we would encourage people to do is spend some time today or very soon, spend, spend some time with the key decision makers in your company. If the, for this is the chamber members, and just put start to put some plans together about what will you do if there is if if uh, you have a, an employee with coronavirus, or if you have uh, somebody comes in who was uh, later uh, uh, identified as having coronavirus, uh, so that you can have a plan in place. Uh, if if you were told, hey, nobody's allowed to come into work uh, to, <laughs> for the next three days, what would you do? We've had these conversations at the chamber. We're doing everything from from looking into buying insurance for events that we may have to postpone or cancel uh, to if we all have to work from home, where will we work from home? It's a little bit quirky because work from home sounds easy. Assuming you have broadband and high-speed internet, if you don't have that, I have two employees that live in a an area where there is no broadband and high-speed internet. So where will they go? Actually, it was it was a fun conversation because they decided they would go to Hillshire store uh, where there is good Wi-Fi. And I said, well, if if we're out for a whole week and you come in ten pounds heavier, I, I'll know that you're at Hillshire store eating the whoopie pies. But uh, but anyhow, um, we would we would strongly encourage folks if you're not familiar with continuity of operations plans, uh, go ahead and contact the Small Business Development Center, contact your counsel, whether it would be insurance counsel, uh, uh, law, uh, legal counsel, etc. Get those plans in place. Even if you don't have to use them, at least you have them. Prepare, don't panic is, is what well, we're saying. We do have a, a video call. Just one more thing, Ben. We're show we do have mm-hmm. a video conference coming up uh, on March 19th that we're encouraging all chamber members to connect to with the PA chamber. And in the meantime, we'll be starting to post some resources on our website for local businesses. Well, you hope you hope you have those plans for a lot of things, contingencies for if you case you have a fire. But you know, t- take these plans next year for this COVID nineteen, 
and put them into a flu program next year because people get the flu. Right. So or a flood program in the summer. Or, or a flood yeah, program, right. but have those contingencies yeah. planned. Have those uh, contingencies plans to uh, pass on uh, when you when you get the you know in the secession plan. You know, look look at your your business model and what would happen if you couldn't work for X number of days because of a fire. Do you have uh, uh, capital uh, to to get through that? What's your insurance going to do on that secession plan in case somebody uh, unfortunately is not at your company? So you know when you talk about this virus, you would hope every year people have plans for the flu because people get knocked out with the flu and they can't work. But then if you had a fire, a flood, or some other catastrophe, and remember also, too, what happens if you lose a supplier? Yes, right. so, uh, someone can't, you know, get Mark, you know, you got Lawrence Manufacturing and you can't get widgets now that are uh, coming out of uh, uh, New Orleans because they have a uh, supply they, chain. They, yeah, they wanted, yeah. Uh, they wanted to celebrate Mardi Gras for, for two days instead of one, uh, you know, where yet. So th- those are business models that you want to look at to see what would happen, not only because of this virus, yeah. but because of other also. All right, and so make sure that your business has a plan. What what else? You encourage people to go ahead and do stuff without I have a plan hesitation. that you can implement, too. Yep. Well, and, and the other thing I'll just say is this is the time to be communicating with your employees. It's very, very important. This is not the time to, to hunker down, to uh, go into the corner office and not talk to anybody. This is the time to have those uh, staff meetings, have those employee meetings, and communicate communicate with folks so that everybody knows here's what's going to happen if if this happens you do this if this happens you do this yeah, um and at the same time, if we can all just keep the the idea of prepare, don't panic, be prepared, uh, and wash your hands. One eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five is our topic. We're talking about, or is our number? Uh, we're talking about the coronavirus. One eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. Earlier today, we talked about the latest jobless numbers, and to that end, uh, Tom had some unanswered questions. Go ahead, Tom. You're on the no, mark. Well, no, I got cut off there at the end of this thing there the last time when Ben was talking. I don't know what it, what got heard, but well, what I heard I your economics. Ben was the money that, that the tax cut costs never never replaces what the tax cut costs. What the money coming in never replaced it ever it, since Reagan tried this in the since the eighties. Tom, Tom, that it that, never did. That's and not. Listen, ben, that's not. Listen. And if you want to save a lot of money. You want to save uh, uh, hundreds of billions of dollars? All you got to do is quit giving these subsidies to these Tom, corporations. Tom, we, we heard, that are we heard all that. Billions of dollars. We, we heard don't all need that. to give them okay. subsidies, and they need to pay tax. Okay, we and, we heard that. And. and we, we heard you say that before, and what I'm saying is go back and look at the revenues that the federal government brought in uh, during and the, the 80s. And the revenue is not, is not covering what the tax cut costs. Tom, it, it is, and here's the problem. No, it's is, not. Then how are we going in debt? Tom, because of spending, Tom, because of spending. Oh, it's a right. basic principle right. that you don't understand subsidies. when you... Save hundreds of billions. No, when you don't... When you bring in revenues and you don't curtail spending, you have the problem. And under the Obama administration, you <laughs> doubled the debt. So, you know, you had you want to talk about Reagan, go ahead. But look at the revenues that came in. Look at the revenues that are coming in now and look at the spending problem. Th- that's the fundamental is you cannot spend more than you bring in. All right, Tom, we'll give and you the last word. And then I want to say something else. 
Yes, that's why you I said you have the last Obama. word. You always blame Obama. I didn't blame right? Obama. Listen, I just, what Obama happened was under, him? under the Obama was under the Reagan tax cuts, too. Obama never, re, Obama never reversed the tax cuts and put the tax back up to 75%. So well, we thank were still goodness. living under Reagan, Reaganomics under, under Barack Obama. Well, then how did he and, double the... And, the fa- and another fact is that the Republicans crashed the, crashed the economy before he came in, so quit blaming Obama. I didn't, but there's no blame on Obama. Just talk about the facts that the debt, the national debt, doubled under President Obama. It was more yeah, than be, the president's of, beforehand. Because, of, because they're going to be crashed. All right, good points all. Thank you so much, Tom. Appreciate the call. We'll take more comers. 1-800-795-9565. 1-800-795-9565. One of our good listeners sends us a note. says, the state is going to close prisons and state centers so soon thousands will be out of work. So get ready for higher unemployment. I doubt that. There's there's a look which happens about every 10 years, it seems like, Bob. They go right. through and they say, what centers are inefficient? What can uh, what can be consolidated? What can be closed down? And well, some also will be the retirement. elsewhere. Yeah, and then look at, look at the so retirement. That'll so. be one factor. But uh, it's not going to help the economy at all. So, they, but in any event, uh, if you ever had to be laid off... I don't want anybody to get laid no. off ever, but if you have to be, now's the time to do it when uh, you, go you can't go down the strip without seeing help wanted about a thousand times. But a glass that is half empty, not half full. <laughs> what, what does that mean? From the texture. <laughs> okay. All right. 1-800-795-9565. Mike's on the line. Thanks for calling in. we got a panel of experts here. Coronavirus is uh, part of our topic, but just business in general on the jobless rate. Good morning, Mike. You're on the mark. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm kind of impressed with all the economic experts we've had this morning that are telling us uh, how government needs to, to run things as far as the taxes are concerned. But first, I want to say, I don't have that much faith in the government. We, we can't accurately count the number of Americans we have in our country. We can't accurately uh, seem to run a census. We can't secure our borders. And there, there's, these are two basic things of a country. So. You know, what makes everybody think if, if the government can't handle those two things that they can accurately run an economy? That's my question. Well, you hope that the government is the, let's, let's, the official or the referee of, of commerce, and they set up the guidelines. Uh, you know, you can't gouge uh, during uh, disasters. Uh, you know, you, you have interstate commerce between states that is equitable. So the federal government sets up the guidelines, and then there's enforcement. It's like an official would call a penalty on, on a, a person. Uh, but, you know, the, the more the government is out of the capitalist economy, the better for for the economy to move. However, you do have to have guidelines, guardrails, to keep it within its its ranks. You, you know, you can't you have child labor. Uh, you're going to work 40 hours a week. There's overtime. Okay, so government has stepped in and made some positives when it comes to the labor force. Um, you know, certain situations, uh, how you have to invest and how you have to report your company if it's publicly traded to the SEC, so there isn't uh, uh, confusion and there isn't. Uh, uh, let's say scandal going on so you know the government should have a role but that role should be as an official so much not as a micromanager 
I guess, too, my guess is Bob Garrett from the uh, chamber, and I'll I'll just offer that I think having some suspicion of the government is very, very healthy. I would encourage you to keep that. Uh, However, uh, you know, this is the United States of America. This is local government, uh, however you want to, whatever level of government you want to talk about. uh, uh, And it is the government of the people, uh, and it's very important for us to to participate in our government and, and stay involved because the only balance that we truly have on the government are individuals, people like yourself and chambers of commerce, et cetera, to keep government in check, keep government in balance the best we possibly can. I, I agree with you 100%, but I believe I've gotten to the point where I've become so cynical that I'm going to vote for the, the party that I believe is going to waste my money the most efficiently, okay? And and, and that all comes down to my belief. Uh, see, I, I came... I came up during the, uh, I, I called it the Great Recession of the, the 1970s, okay? I mean, that was as bad, bad for me as anything I've seen since. Mm. And, uh, you know, we had Jim, the Carter years, and then Ronald Reagan came in, and it really looked like he was going to straighten things out. And I, and I thought he did a good job, because he really made some tough decisions, especially in his, his first four years. And then along came uh, Trump. Now, I thought things got just about as bad as they were when Reagan took office, and I was hoping that Donald Trump would be another Reagan. But the, the truth of the matter is, my belief is that Trump came in, you know, kind of on a, a set of weird circumstances is the way it happened. But I thought he had the right ideas and the right strategies to try to get America back on track. But to me, he just faced such tremendous opposition from the, the Democrats and, and what I've come to believe and many people of the, of the deep state. You know, that we're, we're just staying on the course of a, a, a warfare state and a welfare state, and anything that Trump tried to do is just stop. So I, I think that what's going on in the stock market right now, a lot of it has to do with the uh, coronavirus. But when I see interest rates down, you know, approaching zero, that tells me that there's something, you know, more fundamentally wrong than the, the coronavirus, and it, it's the, the economic uh, situation and the political si- situation that's really causing these markets to drop. And the uh, coronavirus is just an excuse for what a lot of people already knew. All right. Thank you so much. Appreciate the call. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back with news headlines. we got a caller standing by. We will be right back. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle is worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. 
All right, welcome back to the KOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the Mark. On the Mark brought to you by the Sunbury Motor Company. It's a family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street, Sunbury, and Routes 11 and 15, Hummels Wharf. Find out tons more about them at sunburymotors.com. They, do, they invite you to do what I do at every service interval, and that's go to the quick lane on North 4th Street in Sunbury. Tell them your sticker expired. <laughs> They'll look at you funny, but they know what I mean. And that's where they specialize in all types of service. Get the vehicles lined up. they got a car wash. they got a body shop. And that paints and uh, fixes dents and things. Detailing? And it's not a gymnasium. Uh, they do do gymnasium, mm-hmm. or a, they do do detailing if you get some service done there. Uh, they got nitrogen, so they'll pump you up and they'll just make you a happy driver. You'll be driving around uh, in a Ford F-150 Raptor, just like I'm going to be before yeah. too long here. Yeah, you, you and a Raptor? It's it's, it's, like, a, it's made to be. Like peas, peas and carrots. Monday through Friday is the quick lane, 6.30 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday, 6.30 to 2. Find out about everything they got at sunburymotors.com. Some very brief news headlines here. Fox News hosted a town hall meeting at the Scranton Cultural Center uh, last night. President Donald Trump was uh, the guest. As for uh, talking about the Ukraine and him allegedly trying to hurt his opponent Joe Biden in that way... And everybody knows that. I made a phone call. It was a perfect phone call. There was nothing wrong with it. And they said, let's impeach. Now, the real backstory is when the phony whistleblower, who's a total phony, he heard the call supposedly, you know, through somebody, through the informant. You notice the way everybody disappeared once? Thank goodness I had a transcriber. We had more than one. Thank goodness we had that call transcribed. Because the transcripts of the call revealed that it was a perfect call. As for the divisive rhetoric, the president was hesitant to call his uh, favorite, to use his favorite nickname, Sleepy Joe or Crazy Bernie, and was asked whether he could deliver his message without the controversial rhetoric. The president reiterated what he said in the past, uh, that he's only firing back. He didn't initiate uh, the name calling. He also talked about uh, the coronavirus, saying, we are ready. Well, actually, we're giving, I think, really given tremendous marks uh, you look at Gallup poll, you look at other polls for the way we've handled it. All right. Uh, the president in uh, Scranton last night uh, on Fox News. We have the link to the Fox News broadcast at WDKOK.com. Two news organizations are reporting that the Pennsylvania Senate is hiding thousands of detailed explanations about its expenses from official records it provided under public records requests. The caucus and Spotlight PA news organizations reported that the Senate officials edited out the explanations, making it appear as though they didn't exist at all. Lawyers who specialize in public records access cases in Pennsylvania say public officials aren't allowed to erase parts of public records and they say public officials must justify why they chose to redact or not release certain pieces of information. Pennsylvania legislature is one of the nation's largest and most expensive. The Senate's not commenting on the uh, disappearing records in Harrisburg, but observers say it's obvious that the secretive uh, Senate has quite a bit to hide. And a shop, a new store has opened up that sells President Donald Trump-themed merchandise in a strip mall in suburban Philadelphia. It's emerged as a magnet for the president's backers this year in a reflection of the state's status as a battleground state. The Trump store in Ben Salem, selling hats, T-shirts, mugs, water bottles, and an inflatable Trump-shaped inner tube. Uh, mm. On a recent weekday afternoon, it did steady business over about three hours with two to three customers continually streaming in and out. Ben Salem and 
Bucks County voted for the Democrat in the last two presidential elections despite Republicans cutting into Democrats' margins. Trump won Pennsylvania over Hillary Clinton by less than one percentage point in 2012. 2016. Oh yeah, good. That's point. okay though. Yeah, isn't that a funny oh, boy, type of you know, should, I don't know. Anyway. No home should isn't be that funny. No home should be. Is that funny. You put anything in front of me, I'll read it too, and that's it's okay. obvious. That's but no home should be without a Trump inner tube. Boy, I yeah, would think so. <laughs> no pool, anyhow. <laughs> Lance, thank you so much <laughs> for being so patient. We appreciate it. You're on the mark. Uh, well, you're listening anyway. I just stick up on the speakerphone and listen. But uh, for funny sake, I'm just uh, reading the time on my Trump watch. <laughs> well, wait till you oh, get yeah, your inner really tube there, Lance. Yeah, yeah you can float oh, down, uh, yeah, float down the river down there, Herndon. Yeah, oh, we're right on the river here. Uh, anyway, when you're talking about the Reagan years, they doubled revenues. Mm-hmm. If you look at it, you can see that. Now, the real income of people rose till Trump was out of out of office by a true nine percent adjusted for inflation with revenues doubling and the amount of money in people's pockets that was for real uh, adjusted for inflation was up by nine percent so i uh <laughs> yeah it's hard it's hard it's hard to i mean i i'll say this i i was in college when reagan got into office i came out of college when reagan was still office started a business with some other gentlemen got involved in some things and when people tell me that the 80s were, were bad, and then I remember you hear the same rhetoric that, oh, it was all flipping burgers jobs, it was all fast food. No, it wasn't. I mean, I, I, I can point to uh, hundreds of people who I know, you know went to work in the 80s, and then also people that were able to expand their businesses. When interest rates were at 18% in the late 70s and into the early 80s to, to you know borrow on equipment and, and to do things and to see where it went, so when people call up and they talk about Reaganomics that, that didn't work, you know, it's all part of the equation. And if you don't curtail spending, you're going to have some of this stuff. But, Lance, I think you, you lived through it, so you saw a positive in the 80s. Oh, yeah, that was the best part of my life, really. Lousy music, but I'll tell you what. <laughs> Uh, no. MTV. Stop. Uh, okay. I got to hang up on Lance. No, I got to beep him for that. <laughs> and I'm just kidding. All right. All right we got to move on, Lance. Thank you very okay, much. I just, can I have 30 seconds, please? Sure. Here, here's the deal. When you talk about our debt, we're in debt about 106% of our GDP. China is in debt 300% of yeah. our GDP. Yeah, the phony money out of China is And there. Japan right. is in debt 250%. So if you think we're spendthrifts, we're amateurs. All right, we got you. Thank you so much. Yeah, good point. We're not as bad as the Chinese. All right, so coronavirus, let's wrap up. Businesses need to be ready. Got a plan in place. Consumers, please shop. What else? Right. I, I think that's the uh, that's really the message we want to get across. There's going to be there's a lot of resources out there, whether it's the Chamber of Commerce for our members and businesses, uh, whether it's a small business development center. But if we can if we can stay focused on preparation, not panic, get those plans in place, and wash your hands. Uh, I think we'll all be, be uh, we'll all make it through this just fine. When are you going to talk about this? 
Uh, we the, we are inviting all chamber members to participate in a video conference webinar on March 19th, and we'll probably start next week. We just want to make sure that all of the, the resources we're posting are qualified resources, peer-reviewed, et cetera. So MSNBC all that's coming says, up. MSNBC says we'll all be dead by then. The uh, well, uh, from Wormel uh, Globe, Wormel uh, Global Change, Corona. Oh, Corona. Okay. Okay. Just, well, just I, 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 I don't usually find myself at a loss for words, but <laughs> okay, you, you, you stopped me you. dead in my got tracks. Got you on that. Right okay. There. So yeah. March nineteenth, okay. you got the video conference. Yeah. So a lot folks. coming up. A lot of resources out there. Hey, real quickly, uh, as far as chamber resources, Mark. Uh, today, governmental affairs. We're at uh, Marzoni's, just north of uh, Sealings Grove. Uh, stop in. It's open to anyone. Uh, we're going to start to talking about the Acela primary, the April twenty eighth primary. Uh, you've heard of Super Tuesday. Uh, this coming Tuesday is going to be another Super Tuesday, um, but we're the Acela primary because it's all of the states connected, with the exception of New Jersey, all the states uh, connected to Amtrak's Acela service on April 28th. Lots of local candidates running for office, so we're hoping to see them as well. Uh, so come on out. Uh, in fact, uh, people might be interested in knowing there's actually three candidate, Republican candidates for President of the United States. Did you know that? Mm-hmm. I didn't know that until I researched it. Uh, yep. So that'll be uh, very have an interesting. Alternative. Uh, we we keep, keep hearing about all the uh, Democratic candidates uh, dropping out, but we haven't heard about the three Republican uh, candidates. But really here locally, we have candidates for uh, for the State House, for the State Senate, uh, U.S. Congress, and our delegates, a lot of delegates from the uh, Valley, delegates from Snyder County, Union County, Northumberland County running. So we hope to see all those and hear what their ideas are. Coming up uh, with the chamber, just a couple of things, uh, Mark, uh, uh, on um, uh, on um, next Friday, uh, March 13th, we'll be up at Kelly RV uh, for a ribbon-cutting event. Uh, they're going to be celebrating the arrival of the new Gulfstream coach lines. So talking mm-hmm. about the hospitality industry, how about that? Uh, then on Monday, March 30th, Birch and Beam ribbon-cutting. We're partnering with the Small Business Development Center for that at Iron Front events in Lewisburg. That's on March 30th. And then the big event uh, this spring, April 19th. Mm. Uh, we will be at the Rusty Rail for the 2020 Greater Susquehanna Food and Wine Fest, which is the kickoff of the Susquehanna River Valley's um, Restaurant Week. So mm-hmm. all those things are coming up. All that information is available at gsvcc.org. That's, well, a, great, that's a great event, though, Mark. You, should, you and your wife should be there. You and April would enjoy it. Last year, I think, uh, Isabella's uh, they won oh, yeah, the, uh, the won the Iron trophy. Chef. Yeah, uh, the Iron Chef. So yeah, this year, yeah. this year we'll see who the new Iron Chef is. Domenico has thrown down the gauntlet. To bring them on. Thank you, sir. Always a pleasure, Mark. Always a pleasure. Prepare. Don't panic. Mr. Bob Garrett, President and CEO of the Greater Susquehanna Valley Chamber of Commerce. We're going to be talking about the Vice President of the United States momentarily here on WDKOK. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys for you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Mirth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth. 
The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. Welcome back. WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the mark. 1-800-795-9565 our telephone number. If you think the economy is booming, call 1-800-795-9565. If you see the holes in the economy, call 1-800-795-9565. Uh, if you want to talk about the president or his town hall meeting last night, uh, he got a lot of good softball questions from a good host, uh, Brett Bear and uh, Ms. Uh, Oh, I don't know if they were softball. right on the tip of my tongue. Martha McCalla. Oh, thank you. So uh, but it a wasn't. Uh, job. I don't know if they were softball questions. Hey, here, explain to me how your administration coronavirus. Explain to me on this. Complain. You know, I I thought that well, he doesn't li- get challenged by Fox. That's the dilemma. And the well, people ask look softball Bloom- questions and they can't well, do follow up, so he, he scoots over the answers. But look that's all right. That's his prerogative. It's his network. Yeah, he gets to do whatever he wants. I don't know if it's his network. It's Bloomberg's. Look at Bloomberg town hall meeting, and McCallum followed up with the uh, gentleman on the second question going, would there be anything that would change your vote? And the gentleman who was a Democrat, who was, I think... Uh, was that, he, that was a challenge. Pittston, Pittston, well, Pittston, <laughs> thing, but hey, uh, I, I at least give credit for... Uh, hey, Fox you know, had Amy Klobuchar on. They've had uh, Bloomberg on. You know, they, they, they're they going out and getting all people. And the Democrats are finding out he should go on all the networks. Absolutely. All right, 1-800-795-9565. We have a bold prediction here. This is a CNN uh, dateline. It says, on Monday, Democratic strategist Paul Begala made a very bold prediction. But then he says, quote, this is not a prediction, unquote. The CNN political contributor said, it's a certainty. On Thursday, July 16th, that's the date the Democrat gives his or her acceptance address on that day, to interrupt that narrative, Donald Trump will call a press conference at Mar-a-Lago. He's going to dump Mike Pence and put in Nikki Haley on the ticket as a way to get those suburban moms, unquote. Yeah, we'll see. you got to consider the source. Uh, Begala is a pretty extreme pundit uh, on the left. Hand me that Newsweek clipping uh, that I handed you. The news it's under the clippings. Yeah, it's under your go. news headline. There you go. Thank yeah, you. But, uh, yeah, you got to consider the source. We'll, we'll see what happens. It's certainly, you can't say 100% it wouldn't happen. Uh, I think, uh, again, uh, Paul Begala needed to get himself back in the relevancy and made a statement that got himself uh, 15 minutes of... Uh, fame here to a degree but uh, you know you can go through the details of it it it, it, it could be it, it might not be it uh, probably doesn't hold a lot of water right now well we have the we'll response. see what happens yep we have the response from Scranton Newsweek is reporting today that President Donald Trump said last night on the Fox News Town Hall that he has no plans to replace Vice President Mike Pence as the two are friends Trump named Pence as one of his closest friends at that Fox News event last night at the Scranton Cultural Center. He also said that replacing Pence on the Republican ticket in this year's upcoming election uh, uh, 
he said that would be a great act of disloyalty. Trump's comments came after CNN political analyst Paul Begala made the prediction Monday that Trump would dump Pence and replace him with Nikki Haley, with uh, for the former U.S. ambassador to the U.N. Begala called Pence's replacement a certainty Monday during comments made to the American Israel Public Affairs Committee during a panel discussion on Thursday, July 16th. That's the date. Of course, I read that before uh, Newsweek quoted it. Trump put Pence in charge of coronavirus to throw so that he could throw him under the bus, according to Begala. When asked by Fox News host Brett Baer Thursday night who Trump considered to be his closest friend in Washington, Trump initially demurred, saying, I don't want to say, I don't want to say because I have a lot of close friends, I really do. Trump said, I get along great with our vice president. I keep hearing I'm replacing him. He's doing a phenomenal job. He's a great guy and a loyal guy, and he works so hard. Every day I read, he's going to put this one, he's going to put that one in. Uh, Trump continued, if if I did, it would be a great act of disloyalty because he's been great. I speak to him a lot. Well, if, if you know anything about this president, his loyalty means something to him. Uh, some folks will say right, wrong or different, but... Uh, you know, you see, uh, he he wants that in his uh, uh, in his cabinet. He, he and it, it can be to a fault at times. But as as a business person, he he you know, he he runs a top down organization. Uh, he is definitely the straw that stirs the drink, and uh, uh, loyalty is big to him. If you're loyal to him, uh, uh, that that means something to him. And again, that can be right, wrong, or indifferent. However, what this president's done. Is in this administration has started to do is expose the establishment, expose the corruption, Democratic and Republican and other down there. You want to call it the deep state? That's fine. Very interesting that the folks in the I call 60s, it the vortex. The vortex, as as you've had for 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 years, if not decades, since twenty oh seven. Okay, so <laughs> over a decade, you've called it the vortex. Interesting. The people who protested in the seventies. The folks who were progressive in the, in the, or I'm sorry, in the 60s, into the 70s, now have gotten in positions of power. So now they've become the man, quote, unquote, the government. And they're so close to retirement, they don't want to upset the now, now, Now they're happy to see that the FBI was spying on private citizens, that the CIA uh, was involved in this, and it doesn't upset them. Back in the 60s, this would be upsetting to them. So they have become the man to a certain degree. And Republicans, shoot, Mark, you know this. Most of the Republicans that have been down there over decades are just happy to get into the party. Oh, thank you. Well, you guys go stand over in the corner. You, you people just be happy you got invited down to the party. We and they rode the gravy train. Fred Keller got invited to the party last night. Well, um, yeah, they were. They certainly were. But but look look how the establishment. Assuming Lou Barletta was there, that would be his district, or would that be uh, uh, Dan Muser? But it's Cartwright's district, I believe, oh, right yeah. to that part of Scranton. But, but Dan Muser's in there below. You got Muser and Keller. But but like, you know, look at this from a from step back and look. What you know, the the Republican Party was in disarray. They they were a bunch of glad handers for the most part. Then you had the Tea Party group that came around, started getting involved. Then you got the Freedom Caucus that started to make some movements. People went down there as Republicans in name only for the most part, and they were just happy to be there. The Democrats now are finally being exposed, or be what you are. They are somewhat progressive, socialist leaning, and that's what's showing. Now they're trying to bring it back so Joe Biden has some credibility. But good gosh, so what's Joe, let me ask you this, Mark? 
Mark, we're sitting in there and we're, we're talking to Joe Biden, and he's asking us, so what, what do you think I should say? Well, let's take the economy back to average, uh, since it was average when you were vice president. Uh, let's take the economy back to below what it is now. Well, I think uh, he talks about what, things what, that do need repair. Yeah, what, what, and, are and, what are, and what are those? And what are those? Well, I think he can talk about health care. You know, the president has says, if you re-elect me, then we'll have a full-blown health care plan. He's with, had little with tweaks the house. along the way. Has to, you have to get the house back. Okay, well, that's fine. Well, in any event, For the Republicans so that would be something back. that uh, he can talk about. Uh, Joe Biden won't be able to draw on any past experience on this, but he can talk about the deficit, saying we're going to live within our means. Not only are we going to drain the swamp, but we're going to live within our means. So he, can, you know, that's available to him. To do you uh, think s- Joe s- Biden's going to drain something he's lived in? I don't know. <laughs> you know, remember, I'm remember, just telling you these are the things. You Trump know, is if from President the outside. Trump still had a bucket list that would be on it. President Trump's from the outside. Tulsi Gabbard is somewhat from the outside, even though she's a congresswoman. Bernie Sanders is quasi outside. Now, you, hey, you know, notice close Tulsi Gabbard hasn't pulled out yet. Of no. the presidential race. No, I hope she stays in. I hope she gets to debate. Uh, a very uh, a positive person in a lot of ways. A little too uh, progressive for a lot of the folks. But uh, uh, she uh, she certainly... Like uh, what? Well, uh, she's she's pretty social-oriented, but she's an ex-military person. Well, but I think she can be... But Joe Biden's not draining where he lived and where his friends lived and where he made money for himself and his family lived. I mean, he's going to owe those people. Right now, the Democrats are building a foundation under him. They're trying to get that established, and they started doing it two weeks ago. And so we'll have to see. president is exposing to the public what the problems are with politicians and hopefully you need that let's let's say i'm going to say this politely every couple decades as reagan was now as trump is you probably need that warm soapy enema to just flush everything out oh, 1-800-795-9565 uh, we'll take all comers and all topics we talked about the jobless numbers earlier and coronavirus uh, it's just a common cold the president mm. is clear about that so please do not worry and the, the uh, u.s is ready so we got that message last night uh, u.s debt reaganomics government efficiency and what or inefficiency. Oh, and, and Mike Pence is out. <laughs> so give us a buzz. And he even knows the date. He must have been in on a strategy session or something. That's at Milwaukee at the Democratic National Convention is that date. 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. Your observations about uh, the uh, U.S. economy or uh, maybe President Trump's unfinished business. I mentioned the deficit in health care, but maybe there's something else. I'm sure there's something else I missed. Uh, 1-800-795-9565. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth. 
The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you, the other guy's way or the SMC way. The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. Welcome back to the KOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the mark. Uh, let's see. Rachel Levine in Harrisburg. Dr. Rachel Levine, the State Health Secretary, and Governor Tom Wolf have held a news conference and announced that two cases of the coronavirus have popped up in Pennsylvania. So uh, it now exists in Pennsylvania. Mm. So that is a big change. So we'll hear a little bit of that on the CBS News, and uh, we'll get more about that posted Philadelphia uh, on area. our social media. Stocks are falling yet another time. Dow Industrials down about 700 points in the very early going as it continues its roller coaster ride. But of course, it always jumps on the uh, start of the day. Uh, what is the uh, what? What happens in the first 20 minutes? It plummets, and then the next 20 minutes it climbs back. Well, up. Well, you have all the computers. Bob was talking about earlier all the computer trading, but it's all backed up based on the futures, and uh, then it gets things out of its system, and then you thought you see reality starting to come back, and the computers are reprogrammed, and uh, we'll see. So, uh, is the coronavirus overblown? Well, if you have it, it certainly isn't. If you know people who have it, yeah, it certainly isn't. In Wayne County. So, uh, okay, so it's it's up in Wayne County. Okay, I would I would Wayne County, I would have guessed, County. I guessed Pittsburgh or Philadelphia area. Uh, so uh, no, we'll see. But you know, is this? Well, you agree uh, that it's no worse than the common cold, right? I mean, that's the no. It's a flu. View. Well, no, I think it's a flu. It's a it's an adaptation of the flu. It's uh, you know, I think this is COVID nineteen. So there's eighteen other versions of this, uh, and it has to be looked at and treated uh, as it. But but the administration stopped the Chinese. Uh, particularly China from uh, flights coming in here. They look to nip everything in the bud early on, but we're going to see this come through. But also, I think there's 96,000 or, no, no, I'm sorry, 98,000 plus cases in 90 countries, 233 in the U.S., which is going to go up, 12 deaths in the U.S. However, of that 98,000, they don't talk about, I understand there's about forty-five to 46,000 people that have gotten over this. So, you know, where where is that reporting? Why are they talking about the people who who had Corona who or recovered. had COVID nineteen who recovered? So this is recoverable, and and we'll we'll see what happens. And uh, what's the actual death rate? Well, if you look at it right now, uh, you're seeing ninety eight thousand total cases, almost ninety nine, and you're seeing I think it's is it about thirty five hundred people uh, in in Asia, throughout the world that have, have passed away. Uh, I think the flu rate is around twelve thousand. So next year, in November, October, November, the president, administration, or just in general, the uh, health services to start coming out and saying, hey. 
you know, let's start looking at the flu. Let's start treating the flu. Get your flu shots, which they do. Wash your hands. Do all the things. You know, let's prevent the flu as much as we're talking about uh, uh, this, uh, this virus now. But prevent the flu and you'll save more lives. Right, 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. I'm looking up the uh, AP story here about this. Yeah, the individuals are from Delaware County or are in Delaware County and another one in Wayne County. And these are individuals who are now in a quarantine. Let me see if I can get this back. Mm. There we go. Uh, let's see. Governor Tom Wolf says the state's two case, the first two cases of coronavirus have been identified, one in Delaware County, one in Wayne County. The two people are quarantined guaranteed in their homes. Uh, No other information on the people affected has been released. The Pennsylvania Secretary of Health, Dr. Rachel Levine, says the cases are not related to a case that closed schools in Bucks County. Classes were canceled Friday at five schools because some members of the school community were exposed to a separate confirmed case of COVID-19. Well, you know, take the precautions, uh, prepare and and take precautions. Hey, a couple things going on here in our valley. Big doings down in Hershey. Uh, the wrestlers are down there. Yeah, we have about a dozen wrestlers yeah, left. Yeah, a couple guys uh, from uh, Seals Grove, Shukalimi, uh, Southern Columbia. The Garcia brothers are down there. Uh, so uh, so stay tuned that. You're going to have that on uh, Sunbury Broadcasting at some yep. point. Tomorrow. Uh, this won't be on Sunbury Broadcasting, but it should be. Uh, Susquehanna University playing in the NCAA Division Three basketball tournament out in Ohio. Uh, good luck to uh, Frank Marcinic and uh, his crew, a good, good, solid team this year. Hopefully they can win. And Bucknell. Bucknell, a uh, big win last night over American. That might be their toughest game in that Patriot League. Uh, look for Bucknell to go on. Boy, Bucknell basketball. Uh, Sunday, 11.30 a.m. on Eagle 107. So listen listen to it early. Uh, that's a, uh, a, a very positive uh Scenario up at Bucknell year in, year out. Uh, so, uh, again, the sports going on, the high schoolers, the collegiates, collegiates at the Division three level at Susquehanna, of course, uh, playing Division one basketball at Bucknell. Bucknell gets that Patriot League victory, that they can win that title. They go right to the NCAAs, and that, that does a lot for that program, which it, it certainly has been a solid program for uh, now going on decades. One of our listeners says, call in now to your board of elections for your ascent ballot for the primary election. Thanks, Bob. Absentee ballot? Oh, absentee. Okay, ascent. Ascent. That's when you go. Yeah, April 28th. April 28th will be the primary when there's a presidential election year. The primary in Pennsylvania moves into April. Uh, But a lot of local candidates uh, running and, uh, uh, you know, get out and vote and get registered. And if you know some high schoolers who will be 18 before November, uh, make sure they uh, vote. Well, are there uh, voter registration drives in high schools? No, you hope they should be. Because they know some of the seniors will be done. There, there, there should be, and uh, you know, get that, get them registered to vote. Uh, get, get the youths of America involved in their government. And uh, hopefully uh, they will see. Plus, Mark, you and I would like them to be involved, be positive, be working, because you and I would like to get our Social Security, correct? Right, yeah. Please see? get to work, folks. At the, uh, my, uh, my new Ford Ranger depends on it. It looks like uh, we'll we'll hear more information on the coronavirus. Of course, it's in Pennsylvania now. Uh, However, uh, you know, 
prepare? And, Mark, when you say, you know, common cold, I know satirically you're saying that. No, that's the president. president race. did say that, however, meaning that uh, you're not putting the vice president in charge of the program if it's if it's common cold, but it is a, it's a flu virus that uh, may be on steroids a little bit. So, uh, you know, be prepared. Uh, we can do the greeting where you do the right foot, left foot greeting. Uh, you can, uh, you can pump fists. Are you joshing me? You, you guys are kidding me. You, you can pump fists, but uh, yeah, just just well, be, be diligent fist, of, uh, of sanitary scenarios. It's a, it's not the end. And I'm get out. Myself go out. Go out and eat right tonight. Go down to Hershey if you're not going to listen on uh, Sunday broadcast. Pokey. It's a hokey pokey. Get out and get out and see people. Well, and we have a, uh, a rare opportunity here for folks to uh, uh, really do extra due diligence to check information out about the uh, COVID virus. You know, we have a lot of infectious disease specialists that have popped up on Facebook lately. So, you know, people hear one thing one time on MSNBC and repeat it as though it's fact. And then the next person hears something on Fox and then they repeat it. And next you don't, you, you know... Who's telling the truth? Well, they're both telling their truth. They both heard it on separate media. Also, here's the thing. Get out and breathe some fresh air. It's going to be a little cooler today and Stay tomorrow. Stay indoors this week. But, do not uh, go outdoors. But We're next, all going to die uh, I think 17th. Sunday's going to be 60 degrees. Get outside. Get the, as um, I will say this politely, my grandfather used to say, get out of the house and get the stink blown off you. You know, go out, breathe air, <laughs> and do something. I like that phrase. Yeah, Sunday, Monday, near record-breaking temperatures around here. No precipitation. Just a lot of nuisance stuff today. Yep, have a good weekend. Thank you, Ben. We'll see you next week. We thank everybody for participating on WKOK's live telephone talk show On The Mark. We'll be back on Monday. Thanks to Rob Center. Nothing happens but through him. You're listening to News Radio 1070 WKOK Sunbury.